This is Wilson from F3 Dayton with your weekly QSource topic, where we review a chapter of the QSource while also hearing a classic episode of the 43 Feet podcast featuring Dread and Dark Helmet. This week's topic from the book is Q1.6, Shorties, the sacrificial relationship between a man and his children. Now, this can be a really difficult cue point for a lot of packs and women as well, as their fathers did not demonstrate sacrificial living for them. I know a lady whose father abandoned her and her mother when she was very young. As a little girl, she heard a sermon in church where the preacher used Psalm 68.5, which says, A father of the fatherless is God in his holy habitation. She went home and prayed, God, will you be my father? That is the attitude that John Eldridge addresses in his book, Wild at Heart, as he speaks to the issues of his own father's shortcomings. And he quotes George MacDonald, who said, I say to son or daughter who has no pleasure in the name, father, you must interpret the word by all that you have missed in life, all that human tenderness can give or desire in the nearness and tenderness of love. All and infinitely more must be true of the perfect father, of the maker of fatherhood. Being a dad is a pretty important job, and Dredd has written three main points regarding this sacrificial relationship. First, a man gives everything he has for his children. The high-impact man's relationship with his children is unique in a critical way. It is the one connection that can never be fully severed. He can quit his job and get a new one. He can divorce his wife and remarry. But every child he has remains his child forever, regardless of how far he may roam or how distant he may become or how many other children he may have. Second, the impact, for good or bad, that a man has on his children cannot be underestimated. The quality of a man's relationship with his children defines the quality of their relationships with everyone else for the rest of their lives. Finally, the high-impact man's commitment provides his children freedom. A father is to his children as the needlepoint of a compass is to the pencil. As they grow, the arc of their lives is naturally drawn further and further away from the center. The high-impact man founds his point in deep and solid rock, knowing this will ensure that the progressively enlarging circles his children draw will remain true. With that as an overview, here's the substantive portion of a classic episode of 43 Feet Podcast with Dread and Dark Helmet talking about shorties. Should we roll the opening? Let's roll the opening. And we're, and we're back. back. You're listening to 43 Feet, a podcast about leadership. We believe that real leading happens out front, but that means you're probably building the next 43 feet of good road for those behind you while you're running the race yourself. My name is Frank Schwartz, known in the gloom of the early morning as Dark Helmet to my F3 brothers, and I'm joined each week by Dave Redding, or Dread, one of the co-founders of F3 Nation. We're going to answer your questions, pontificate wildly, teach leadership, and otherwise attempt to help you navigate the next 43 feet. That takes us to the substantive, ever so substantive, ever so substantive portion of the podcast, uh, which which is this week is about the shorties, the shorties, which is ironic, or you knew that, maybe. Ah, you're tricky, darkest ah. of all. So I like it the, is. I it is, in fact, about the the shorties. Yes, which is the Q1. Point six. If you're following along in our idiotic numbering system, yes. Uh, the statement or the definition of shorties is the sacrificial relationship between a man and his children. So I have a question. 
every relationship from here. You have a relationship with yourself. Yes. Right. That's the to, that's right. the king queen. And that's the king queen. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then every other relationship is a sacrificial relationship of some kind. No. Okay. Well, okay, I guess that's right, but I, I mean, there's a question. That was a I question. Mean, the the M last week, right. you know, your what you said is the is a transformative relationship between a man and his wife. Yes. The, the shorties is a sacrificial so are are you are you sacrificing within the M? Yeah, yeah, but that's okay. not the primary point. But that's okay. Okay, there we go. Right. Thank you for the, yeah. That was the clarification. Oh, I good. So it's the only there's a little mini yeah. mixed egg. Yeah, <laughs> that was like a little you know like a quail egg that you threw out there. Dark. Yeah. Okay. Good. Mixed quail eggs. All right. So uh, that's your that's your statement. Sacrificial yes. relationship uh, between Good a man, man and his children. children. Our three Socratics are number one. What can a father hold back from his children? Number two. And I see you just busting out of your uh, right. pantaloons to want to answer that. Number two, how important is a father? Number three, why must a father be strong for his children? Those are the three thought-provoking Socratic. Yes. Strong. Well, we'll get to it. We'll get we'll to get, it. I, yeah. We'll get to ah, it. Easy. All right, here's your spurs. Remember, these are your yes. takeaways, mm-hmm. the things that if you can't remember anything else, you want to be able to, uh, to walk and away And I always appreciate this. that you give those up front. You do? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I like that because it's like I mean, we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff. And here's what I want you to take away. So listen for those things yes. so that you can take those things yes. away. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Easy. Thank you. Yes. Mm. Yeah. All right. First spur. Yes. Spur number one. A man gives everything he has for his children. All right. So hold back nothing. Yeah. Right? That's why we call it uh, a, a sacrificial, sacrificial relationship. relationship. So uh, if you're ever like, how much money should I be spending on each child? Uh, All that's it. easy. Oh, no. <laughs> how much money do you have? Uh, <laughs> divide that by the number of children. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean it's just endless. Yeah, you know, and if you just get your mind wrapped around that, then you don't have to worry about and, it. Yeah, you're done. You know, I'm saving for stop. You're not saving for nothing. Just give it up. Just go. Just give it up. All right, uh, you can't hold anything back. You give everything. It's the unseverable connection. So it is uh, unique amongst the concentrica in yes. the sense is, you know. Although we advocate not doing so, you can actually sure. quit your wife, right? It is, it is possible to do. Many, many, many people God, do. Lots and, of guys uh, have done it. And really, and if you don't have any shorties with that particular woman, you right. could pretty much walk away and that's it. And really, yeah, you never have to interact with that person ever again. If you that's right. To. And uh, yeah. as my ex-wife probably says, and good, good And good. And good. <laughs> uh, but uh, th- th- this is not true of the shorties. I mean, you can, you can run a- a- away from them. You can hide from them. But you can't hide from the consequences. But they're still from your, they're still your kids. They're still your and, kids, and, and, and you make new ones. <clears throat> you can, but that only adds numbers. That's right. You, I, you didn't get, you didn't supplant the yeah, other ones. That's right. Well, it's and I thought because even from a legal standpoint, I mean, that's kind of where you're talking, right? From to the legal some degree, st- everything, <clears throat> yeah. right? So even if you know, uh, under no circumstances, uh, I think even you know, you know, and I'm 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 not adopted, nor have I adopted children, but I've heard these stories of adopted children growing up and wanting to find their birth parents, mm, mm-hmm. which is interesting if you think about it. Like, that yeah. connection is so strong and so important right? that you were yes. raised by other people, and yet you feel... Yeah, you, the, you didn't know them. You've never met them. You have no idea who they are. They have right. no influence in your life whatsoever. I've even heard a couple of stories, and they may be apocryphal, but they accentuate the point, so I'm going to say them Please. or describe them, of, of people who are the product of test tube babies, like of, of artificial really? insemination. So essentially some college kid who has uh, made a deposit at a bank <laughs> and that deposit is used to produce youngsters yeah. with uh, yeah. women who don't want to have it uh, or, or need it for some reason. Right, whatever, that, whatever the answer that may be. I didn't mean that to sound judgmental. Just that for whatever the reason is. So there's really, it's not even an adopt-in deal. It's 
it's, it's just strictly, you know, that you were, you're, your enzymes were right. used to produce this child, right. and still the They're product like, of that. But I want to know. Who I want to know who, who it was, was, right? So, I think that's that's what makes this unique. This relationship in the concentric is so unique because it's unseverable. Yeah, it goes on forever. And if you look at it that way as a father, it's a clarifier. You know, it helps you yeah. focus on what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, along those lines, and this is still within the first spur of giving everything you have. The seeds of discontent that you plant as a father will yield a legacy of damaged fruit. Yeah. I mean, just it, you, you're planting a bad seed. You don't water it. You, learn, you don't tend it. Right. And that thing will grow up and that thing will, that'll, it'll, it'll, it'll have bad fruit too. Yeah. So it's a heavy responsibility for a man. That's why it's second, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, behind the M. Why is it second behind the M? Because if the M's not working, you well, can't do this yeah, right. Yeah, you, you cannot have a, right. an effective relationship with the shorties if you don't have an That's effective right. relationship. That's right. And um, the temptation, of course, will be to do so because, uh, you know, when your shorties are little, you realize, wow, I, I can pretty much rule the roost with them. Right now when they're right. bigger, like my kids are pushing back at you all the time. <laughs> I'm like, wow, okay, a little different. But when they're little, you know, you can dress them up as you want to. Right. You can take them where you want to go. Feed them what you want what, to feed them. And, you know, you've yeah. got you got a little total control of them, you know. Yeah. And uh, so that, you know, you're looking at your wife and she's like pushing back left and right. And you're like, you know what? I'm trying to dress you and control you and it's not working, but I can control these young ones. You these children who can't fight back. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you got to resist that temptation. Yeah. Right. Uh, and not and not and not switch out your M with your shorties. All if, right. So if that's if you want to be virtuous. Spur. That's your first spur. A man gives everything he has for his children. Spur number two: the impact for bad or good. Mm-hmm. The impact for bad or good because it works both ways. That a man has has on his children cannot be underestimated. It cannot be underestimated. All right. It's. It it resounds. Yeah, uh, it's a it's the defining relationship in their lives. Uh, if a father is absent emotionally or physically, children become distrustful and they grow into distrustful adults. If the father is capricious, you know, yeah. meaning un, yeah. you know, inconsistent, undependable, the right. children become un, grow up to be unjust. Uh, if the father is cold, the children are withdrawn. However, if the father is present and he's warm. He provides a template of relational success that they can use in all their relationships uh, of all times. And I'm not saying right. that if your father, not you, but you know, the a, person's, yeah. a person's father is any of these things, absent, capricious, cold, combination, all of them, that, that means that you're going to be a troubled adult. No. Absent something else in their seat. But that's what I was going to say. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, an object in motion stays in motion. Right? Yeah, that's so, right. Unless it's acted upon by a different force. That's so, right. Uh, yeah. As kind of the granddaddy of F3, Bill Greer in Charlotte, uh, likes to say, told me long ago, if you don't get your father's blessing, you're going to have to get it from another adult male or, or you're going to have a hole. Yeah, you're going yeah. to have a hole that needs filling. Um, and so that that's pretty important stuff uh, to think about. And of course, the, the absent blessing or the relational malpractice that you, you commit to your father, I mean, on your child, will be, then be passed on to the next generation. This is yeah. the resounding idea. That's why this impact idea is is huge. And even if you can overcome to some degree, right? You you recognize it, you program yourself different, you you know, or whatever it is, that those tapes that were recorded when you were a kid, they're still there, man. Yeah. Right. right? So you may be able to have behaviorally 
sort of circumvented this negativity, but it's it's still in there and you're still going to fight with right. it and you got to be really really cognizant and careful about how you do or don't pass that along to your kids right 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 yep. um so uh one way to look at this and i heard a guy explain this to me once it was pretty good i'd never thought about it so your view of god mm-hmm. how, however this works you know where you're a sky Jewish guy or you know <clears throat> whatever Jude- you're yeah. judeo-christian buddhist whatever your view of god uh is going to be uh, heavily impacted by your by your father. Yeah, so, I mean that's that's he's providing that model, right? Right. That's that is your proximate male relationship. That's your proximate so you, male <laughs> relationship. And then so then later on, you know, in life, uh, if you become a believer, it's you it's it's very difficult to separate what you thought of when you were just a little boy looking up at your father from you know a grown man looking up looking at up, the sky yeah. at, at where you envision. God, you know, and so I think about that a lot with my own children. I mean, do I want them to think God's like me? You know, I mean, yeah. um, uh, when the better angels of my nature are guiding me, you know, yeah. uh, but do I want them to think that God is an angry God that punishes? Do I think, do I want them to think that God is the kind of God that withdraws his love if he doesn't get the behavior he wants right right do i think do i want him to think that do i think do do i want them to think that god changes the rules no yeah to see himself or because these are all things of dave right (laughs) so here's the funny part about and you asked about sacrifice yeah um sacrificing my i guess human right to be all those things because I can't inflict them on my children, has then made me a better person and work. It's been beneficial to me. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the weird part of this concentric thing. It's like, you know, when we walk through this, and I think we talked about it a lot with the M, and I'm obviously talking about it now with the, the shorties. You're giving and not thinking of receiving, right? Right. I'm gonna spend all my money on my kids. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But ultimately, this s- small amount of money you pull out of your wallet, you yeah. know, all of it. <laughs> Right. There's no way to account for the the interest that the yield of interest on that investment of principle that you make. Sure. I mean, there's just there's absolutely no way to do it. I mean, if you don't have children, you say, "Well, actually, I don't want to spend money on children. I don't want to." Yeah. You know. Uh, and sometimes I read these things uh, in the culture that just blow my mind uh, about you like know what? it's bad for the earth to have kids. Or, oh my gosh. You know, it's selfish some way and all those things. Yeah. And I because because part of it to me is like. I don't believe that, but right. also I look at this person and I say, well, you know, one of these days, before you know it, you're going to be 85-year-old man. Who's going to be taking care of you, man? Right. Right. And I'm not saying I had kids to tell. It didn't cross my mind when I had children. No. I'm creating caretakers. Right. But right. I just mean, where are you going to have Thanksgiving dinner, right? You know, who's who's going to who's gonna wheel you out to see the sunsets? I mean, it's going to be the, 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 the people into whom you poured yourself yeah, you're unselfishly your entire life. And the fact that you have to ask that question, or that you make that statement, indicates to me that you're not pouring yourself real unselfishly into right, anybody. Right, And then to, to oddly, to then to cast it as a virtue. It's right. like, uh, you know, uh, people who have children are really selfish. You know, it's like, uh, you know, I'm doing the right thing. I'm like, yeah. okay, okay, Bo. Or say genius things like, wow, you know, the planet's crowded enough. The crowd's crowded enough. Okay. Man. 
yeah, I mean, and I don't want to get into a whole uh, religious thing about it, but I mean, it's the, it's just bad practice. You know, you don't have to get into the religious thing of it. Just that's what I mean. It's just speaking. a bad, yeah, it's a terrible just, idea. It's just a terrible idea. Yeah, it's a bad practice. There's nothing good right. about. We're yeah. not. We're you know, and I, we are not made to live as singletons. Right. But you're guaranteeing it that you will. You've <laughs> created your own castaway island by by not doing it. Now, Buy if you're out there, if you're out there, and you're like, but I don't have any kids, and I want kids, I try. I'm like, right. that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. yeah. So you know. We're okay. not talking about your inability or whatever right. it might be. It's like your, it's your decision to, it. to do so. Yeah. But I would say if you decided to have kids and you tried and you couldn't, you could still then pour into others' kids and like, sure. and, and that would kind of come out to the same place, right? It really would because the, the point really there is, and, and it was funny because you, you know, when we say the sacrificial relationship, what, I just, what hit me as you were talking, I said, you know what? The sacrifice is the sacrifice. We could talk about money. Sure, you sacrifice some money. Uh, time, right? You sacrifice some time, sure, whatever, whatever. The point, you're sacrificing yourself, all of yourself, your self-interest, your self-pointed uh, you know, behaviors, all of those, that, you have to get rid of all of that right? in order to, to, to raise the kids right. And so if you want kids, if you had that desire but were unable for whatever reason, the, the indication to me is anyway that you already have that attitude. Right, right. right. You, you want to sacrifice. You want to, right. you know, to that make impulse. some sort of investment. The impulse, yeah. yeah. It's there. It's a real the thing. The desire, yeah. Yeah. So, so by virtue of that, you're going to make some investments, and you're going to, and you will see some re- return on that, I would think. I, I, that's the way yeah. I see it. All right. That takes us to third spur, and again, quick review. First yes. spur is a man gives everything he has for his children. Second spur is the impact for bad or good that a man has on his children cannot be uh, underestimated. And third spur is the hymns commitment provides his children freedom. His, Which I thought was interesting. His children with freedom. Thank you for thinking that. All right. <laughs> so the image we use is a, is a, is a, you know, a compass, you know, yep. the old fashioned compass you use to draw a circle, right? Right. It's got a pencil on one end and it's got a needle on the other. Mm-hmm. And the needle is you put into the plant that thing, plant that thing. And then the, the, the compass allows you to, to, the pencil goes in a circle, right? If you look at yourself as a man, as a father, as the as that needle, and you center that down as the centering anchor, yeah. right? And you think of your kids when they're very little. You know, they can't wander too far from that center, right? Because they're not capable of it. Right. They'll be drawing very little circles. Yes. But as they grow and as they become more mature and they, they, they start to wander from the center, their circles will be, will be bigger sure. uh, in radius or circumference, I guess. But they won't, they'll still be circles. Yeah. Right? And a circle's yeah. a perfect shape, right? They'll still be circles because... Planted. They're, they're still circling yeah. around you, yeah. right? Uh, they, they still are. In fact, even after you die, mm. they still have the example you set right. by founding your needle deeply in rock. Yeah. You know, not just kind of putting it on a sandbar that moves, but deep in like, this is where I am. Right. This is who I am, and and your and my shorties can count on that. Yeah, you know, no matter how far away I get, you yeah, know, they, as the they pencil, can, right? they can go as far as they want. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Rock solid, and that allows their bold. That allows bold movement on that part. It's like the ultimate guardrail. It is the ultimate guardrail in yeah. that way. That's why I like that that compass image. Mm-hmm. So if you look at it that way, and you and you ask yourself, if you're ever asking yourself, and no, no man would be truthful if he isn't why am i doing this right 
Why am I driving to? <laughs> why am I driving to Charleston for a soccer tournament That's so my it, kids yeah. could play against other teams from Charlotte? Right. You know why am I doing this? Well, yeah. Why am I doing that? Right. You're sacrificing everything. Yeah. So that your children can be free. And it's hard to imagine a a better thing a man could do, right? A more virtuous thing a man can a man could do. From where um, I said, yeah. Be plenty of plenty of things pulling you in the other direction, man. Because we got a lot of stuff we got to do as men, Franklin. You know that, right? That's true. There's always going to be planes to catch, and there's always going to be bills to pay. Them kids are going to learn to walk while you're away, unless you think about this and sacrifice everything you got. My friend, you yes, got face the radio. <laughs> You know, I don't know how many times I got to say it. This is a podcast. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> a child arrived just the other day. He came to the world in the usual way. But there were planes to catch and bills to pay. He learned to walk while I was away. And he was talking for I knew it. And as he grew, he'd say, I'm going to be like you, Dad. You know I'm going to be like you. The cats in the cradle and the silver spoon Little boy blue and the man on the moon When you're coming home, dad, I don't know when But we'll get together then You know we'll have a good time then Thanks for listening to 43 Feet, a leadership podcast. If you have questions about leadership, F3, or anything else, write us at questions at 43feetpodcast.com. Until next time, we'll be here in the unknown, the uncomfortable, the difficult, the 43 feet out front. Oh, I said, not today, I got a lot to do. He said, that's okay. And he walked away, but his smile never did. It said, I'm gonna be like him. Yeah, you know I'm gonna be like him. And the cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. Little boy blue and the